What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. You should. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. Apparently there is. There's not. Well, I mean, you get a I think there is. <laughs> I think I think you should be able to sleep on your day off. You should be able to rest. Your body requires. I mean, even if, regardless of the level of exertion or not, muscles require rest as well to grow. If you're trying to build muscle, I don't know. I'm not. What I'm you're not actively. I don't know what your what your body, fitness you know. routine is outside of work. But I. Do you want to see these things that I brought? Sure. Are you recording? Are we, yes. That, okay. Yes. So you, I don't know if you've you've heard the commercials, you've heard the thing about how diet Dr Pepper tastes just like regular Dr Pepper. I've heard that. We would do a blind, we'd do a little a little blind taste okay. test here. See if you can tell the difference. Okay. How do you feel about? Yeah, I'll do a blind taste test. Yeah. And then I was gonna share a possible story, or just I wanted to share with you the worst candy ever created by man. Yeah. Do you want to start there? I don't want any of those. I know what they are. They're horrid, and I don't understand why they still make them. But anyway, do you want to? Okay. But there's a story behind. I mean, like I was, it was like I don't know. So it was like, talk. So first, what do you, what do you have? Oh, they're called Good and Plenty. Okay. It's a very attractive. It's a purple box with little white, you know, pellet-looking candies on it. I mean, pink and purple, and you know, it, it sounds fun. And it, yeah, it's like it rattles like a, a little box of uh, Mr. Melons or Boston baked beans, or if you remember those old candies, mm-hmm. uh, lemon heads. Those were all delightful. Well, one year there was a, it was an Easter, and I was like eight years old. And after church, we'd go to the St. Mary's, a big Catholic church downtown yeah. Eugene. And you come out, and one of the priests would be dressed up as a bunny rabbit, and he had this giant wicker basket. I mean, it was like bigger than your coffee table, or bigger than your kitchen table here. Huge. And it's filled with candy. And of course, after the you know church, we all, all the kids come out and just like, we're going after it, right? We mm-hmm. get to pick out one box of candy. And of course, I'm standing there and I'm, I'm a relatively well-behaved child. So I wait for my permission. My mother says, go ahead. You can go. So I go up there and I get to the front of the line and all that's left are these little boxes. <laughs> and I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I could probably read at that point. I'm not really sure what child... What How age? old are you? Eight, I think. Yeah, you can read it. Okay, I don't know, man. You don't know? (laughs) I don't remember not being able... I don't remember a time when I couldn't read, so I don't... Okay. I mean, I I guess I kind of remember my mother teaching me to read. Tom Sawyer's... Anyway. But, um... Yeah, I don't remember what the words looked like when they didn't make sense to me. Right. Um, anyway. So I get up there, and I get this little box. And I'm like, again, I'm like, Mom, can can I eat it? Can I eat it? You know, do I have to wait? She's like, go ahead. And I pop the box open... And I throw these magical pink and purple and white pellets into mm-hmm. my mouth, and I start to chew. And it basically just starts burning my mouth. Like, my mouth is burning with this acrid licorice anisette. It's it's absolutely awful thing mm-hmm. to do to a child. And it just starts, like, drooling out of my mouth. I can't even swallow it. It just starts, like, coming out of my face. And I spit it all out, and I was just start so crying. So are we going to eat one of these? Would you like to? 
I don't really want to, but I mean, if they're here, I mean, why else did you bring them? Should we remember, should we be reminded why this is? I mean, I'll bite one of them. What color do you want? I don't know, purple. Okay, now they actually, now that I'm looking at it, it looks more like um, prescription medication. <laughs> it does. It does look like. <laughs> it doesn't look like candy. Like, it doesn't look inviting. It looks like the, almost like it's a little bit pinker than an ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the white ones too. They just look like sad, like somebody made. It looks like somebody set. <laughs> melted <laughs> the I, the Tylenol. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know why people like licorice, and it's usually a generational thing because mm -hmm. it's always somebody who's older than me who likes it's licorice. It's like from back when that's all the candy they had. Yeah. Right. And so that <laughs> like was in the forties, like when <laughs> maybe that was the cheap stuff. But there's probably something to do with with it being cheap. Mm. So it's super hard. It is really hard. Like, it's really hard. Like, what's the expiration date on this? <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. It's um, not burning my mouth like I remember it, but... It's not nearly as it offensive. Doesn't, it doesn't taste very good. It doesn't taste good, but it's not nearly as offensive as I remember. I um, still can't bite through mine. Yeah, it, it's like the a... candy shell has come off, but the inside liquor... It's like an it. old, old gumdrop. It's not very good. Fat-free candy... Um, no expiration date. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm gonna spit mine back in the box because I'm not. Is that? I don't care. You can you're gonna have to take those with you, or just throw them away. I'm just throwing them. They're going in the garbage. Anyway. Um, I think it probably had something to do with being broke and like that being the only candy. Well, I think because of the war, 1942, like there was everything was in um, rationing. Mm -hmm. Like my dad uh, would tell me stories about how. Because he was, you know, he was like an only child. But some of his mother's friends that didn't have children would give her their ration coupons for mm -hmm. meat and things because you could only get so much stuff, milk and things. And the government was like, "No, we don't have enough of anything, so we're gonna." There was rationing during the war, and so she would get extra rationing tickets so she could feed him. And yeah, so licorice was... I don't know. I don't know the history of it. I'm curious and now. They didn't have sugar. But I would... Sugar. My father used to eat the good and plenties a lot. And yeah. also, I think parents, and I've heard this from other people, is especially men will... They're into licorice candy because they know that nobody else in their family will eat it so that no, they, they don't run the risk of their kids eating their candy. Because huh. they're like, that's dad's nasty candy. Right. That makes sense. These used to have a little green... Like, what do you have there? Life oh. The original Lifesavers. I yeah. thought we'd have something to cleanse the palate okay. a little bit. And also, the opposite was these guys were, the Lifesavers were my happy memory. Like, when you go to, like, plays and operas and things, mm -hmm. like, at theaters. They <laughs> Tell me about you went to operas as a child. <laughs> sure. Um, if we were good, we were allowed to go. If you were good, you yeah. were allowed to go to the opera. Right. Well, if you were, if you were obnoxious at the restaurants and things, they'd mm -hmm. say, okay, like... If you're going to act like this, you don't get to come out. And so the next time, the next weekend, or whenever they got tickets for something, whenever, you know, Pirates of Penzance was coming through town, you know, mm -hmm. at the Holt Center, and we are like, we want to go, you know, mom and dad are getting dressed up, you know, dad walks past your door, and you just get that waft of Dracar Noir, and you're like, oh, God. But, but wait, that means that they're going to do something fun. You know, mom's, you know, walks by in her little, you know, you can hear her heels on the hardwood floor, and you know something's going on, and they're like... You hear the doorbell ring, and they're like, oh, hi, you know, so-and-so. And they're like, you know, the babysitter's here. And you're like, no, 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 not the babysitter, because you want to go. You don't want to sit at home with some crazy bitch who's going to make you go to bed at 9. 
You ever read Calvin and Hobbes? This is a real situation. So, do you wanted to go to the opera? Well, yeah. If you were good, because we go to dinner first. You know, usually like downtown Joe's or Oscars down in the... the, the I don't know. The, the That's fan, is your the, childhood. The, not the... Well, you lived in Eugene. I thought Oscars was But been Oscars was not a It thing. was the bottom of the, the Hilton. It was like the, the restaurant in the bottom corner. No. No. I don't know. It was cool. It's where I had my first Rocker Oyster Feller. So, so the Pirates of Penzance. Mm-hmm. That was Do you one. know the... Uh, how, how does it go? Um, I'm a major modern mineral. No, I was a little kid when I saw it. Okay. It was exciting. Faust was my favorite because they had like the big fireball would come up. So, you know... Our our mutual friend uh, Nabil works over at Faust. Oh, the place. The um, next the one winery. is red. Oh, thank oh, you. Do you have a pe- favorite? Is this um, is this conducive to good podcasting? I don't know, but um, it'll it's <laughs> short lived. Okay, um, that's very sweet. But it's good. But Cherry. this was the only candy they had at at the opera. At the opera, so like you get like a little thing of lightsaber, and you just it was very exciting. You go down during intermission and you get some candy. Um. Faust was good. You like Faust? That mm-hmm. was your favorite? That mm-hmm. was the deal with the devil? Right. I've never seen an opera. Never? Ever? Any of them? I don't think so. I've seen some plays. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the symphony that one time. That's right. Did we ever talk about that? I don't Probably. know. That was... We should. That was an awful experience. So as I remember it, it was cold. It was fall or winter. Mm-hmm. We were shooting pool up at Starry Charlie's. On Capitol Hill. And my mother was working at her downtown office and she called me she must have there must have been a cell phone situation at that point i mean i guess there was it was 2004 or 5 yeah. or 6 i at least had a phone, cell phone i certainly didn't have a smartphone i don't think smartphones have been invented yet no um isn't that weird they've only been around for like mm-hmm. it's weird right like they've weird. only been around for 15 years not mm-hmm. even just barely yeah um so anyhow, my mother calls me up and says, I have two tickets to the symphony if you want them for tonight. But you got to go now because it's starting in But like you got to go now. Right, yeah. So you have to go right now. You have to come pick them up or maybe it was that will, will call. call. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you want them, you can go. Scramble for a taxi. Did we walk? I, I remember no. walking down the hill. There's no way we, we wouldn't have made it. We had to, we had to get a taxi. Sorry, I Charlie's. feel like to the to the... Was it that hall? Mm-hmm. What's it called? It was a Benaroya, the new Benaroya Hall. I feel like we walked, and that's why, as we were getting there, we were we were late because we wanted to finish the pool game and finish the drinks, and then we walked there, and because we were there in what is called not last call but last seating, last or seating final they, seating, final seating where they they've already closed the doors, but like okay, we're gonna reopen them. Like if anybody like, last minute shows up, you have open them doors for like two minutes and like let people kind of scramble into their seats. Right. So and we ended up on the wrong side of the theater. Like cause our seats were supposed to be on the other side, mm-hmm. and they had like the old man who looked at our tickets was like, oh yeah, right here, and he let us in. And then we a get in instead there. of G or G right. instead of A. And so then like we get in there, and the inside person was like. You're in the wrong fucking goddamn mm-hmm. section, but there's nothing we can... You're already in here. The doors are shut. The lights are down. They're about to start the music. Just here, there's two seats here. Just sit, sit the fuck down. down. And we had been running in, scrambling, and I didn't have a chance to turn off Well, so phone. hang on. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, as I remember it, mm-hmm. it's cold, it's wet, it's raining, we're both wearing coats. You have your notorious trench coat on that you had always had. It wasn't uh, a trench coat, it was cashmere, but go on. <laughs> Pardon me, it was cashmere at the symphony. Um, so, 
we're sitting there, and the woman comes out, or the, and the band, or whoever, sings mm-hmm. the first aria. Again, I don't know how the symphony is organized, but she had one song. Mm-hmm. And then the song ended, and there was a little bit of silence. And then all of a sudden, in between songs, I just hear what sounds like... Like this incoming fire. The worst. Like it's just (laughs) screaming. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like this ringtone. And the woman behind us is like, Jesus Christ. She's like, because it was you. Yeah. And I'm scrambling. I can hear it. I'm trying to get out. Like the coat's like inside. There's multiple pockets. It's like inside pocket of this coat that's now folded three times vertically and then horizontally you know it's like you roll right, it up because you're not wearing it in the yeah and i'm just it's like kind of tucked down in the chair below me i'm like fuck and i'm trying to like get in there and like dig this goddamn phone out and yeah and then i look up and i, I shut it off and the woman on the stage is like standing up there and she has a smile on her face she's like looking at me but she's just like she's trying to sing the song mm-hmm. and it was it was so embarrassing and, and so this like, was the still theater is just like pissed off to watch an a symphony that probably the tickets were at least fifty dollars a at piece, least. maybe more. Well, I mean, where we were sitting down in the men's mezzanine, yeah. like probably a hundred, maybe about yeah. twenty. I don't know. And this is still in the early days of when cell phones in public and being annoyances and remembering to turn them off. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, I would never have my my ringer on in public anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. watch like a video with the with the sound on mm-hmm. unless i had headphones in in a public in a public place yeah. but people do it all the time still. sure really but awful. i mean but everyone understands that it's a total dick move right and it's not like i'm a neurosurgeon who needs my pager to be on no. you know like when you're like sitting in a <laughs> Maybe theater you are, like, who knows? Beep, 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 and like some guy gets up and he's like oh sorry you know my heart surgeon i gotta go i gotta do this thing i'm gonna be beeping in your theater and i'm sorry about it no i was just some asshole you should have said you were a heart surgeon. Yeah, I should. And then we should have just left. Yeah, we should have been like, "Oh my god, we we've got a heart for you know mm-hmm. Timmy. We gotta we gotta get out of here." So I remember sticking around for a little while, but not the whole thing. Yeah, and I think we like, left at the intermission or something. We I was like, really. "I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, I got out of there, and that was my last symphony. John's last symphony. Is that going to be the name of this podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I like I said, I've seen plays. I used to go see plays in high school a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I don't. I'm not interested. They're similar. I mean, like an opera. It's it's when I was a little kid. I I used to kind of. I mean, the if they were just like what was it, La Boheme or something, where they're just they're just kind of singing La Traviata. The music's nice, and mm-hmm. I would hear it around my house growing up, so it was mm-hmm. kind of familiar. I'm like, oh, that's what this is. And they've got these costumes. And they're kind of prancing around, but. Ultimately, as a little kid, you fall asleep. You know, just like, you can't really engage. But like Pirates of Penzance, there's sword fighting going on. There's a lot of action. And I think that one was in English. But a lot of them are in Italian or German. Like Deflator mm-hmm. Mouse. Like, you're just, you can't tell what the fuck is happening. And I remember <laughs> like when I was about 10 or so, I don't know if they had just invented the technology or they just figured it out. But they would put this big screen above the thing and they would translate what they were saying. So there's a guy's like, actual words would come up and you're like, oh, he's fucking saying shit. Cool. Got it. And so then you could follow the storyline. You're like, oh, the Barbara Seville's like, I can kind of see what's happening with these people and you can engage and like really appreciate the story. And But before that, it was just kind of nonsense. That's why I liked Faust because I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I got the fact that it was the devil because he's red. He's got right. horns. But he would come out and like, and he would like jump up on this thing and then throw his arms up in the air and these two giant fireballs would shoot up. And like it was, you know, when you're a kid, that's pretty, that's pretty 
awesome. Yeah, the Faust winery, they go all into the whole spiel about Faustian bargains and stuff like that and making deals with the devil. And that That's why their wine is so good? Something like that. Yeah, nice. I'm not sure what the full story Those is. Those usually but... have like a time limit, though, don't they? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the devil when makes the it curse long enough out. so that you think you're going to forget about it and then the day finally comes and right. then you have to give your soul away. Yeah, I just rewatched that that old movie, uh, Oh God, You Devil, with George Burns. One, mm-hmm. of my, one of my favorites. You ever watch that one? I've seen it. I mean, I, I'm not one to watch movies again. Ever again? But there's so it's like an old book. You like you rewatch, you reread, and you, and you see something. How was it? Dated, but good. <laughs> I mean, it, it was interesting to see like you know the '70s because that was like when I was born. But like mm-hmm. I didn't really see no. the '70s. I was I was more like early '80s when I was awoken. You know, like you know MTV and stuff. So it was kind of interesting to see the style of cars that were around and the style of. Because the cars were all five, ten years older before. If it was in 1977, right. the cars are from the 60s. Yeah, or... but like right now, like if you went back as in time as far as Marty McFly did, mm-hmm. you know, because he went from 80s to 50s. Yeah, and it's like all of a sudden it's like Mr. Sand or Mr. Enter Sandman from Metallica's playing. Yes, Mr. Sandman. Da, 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 da. You know, it's like this idea of the you know 50s Americana, Leave It to Beaver kind of world. He jumps into from the 80s. Now, if you went back 30, that's only 30 years. If you went back 30 years now, you'd be in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know? Or what? Early 90s? Like, you wouldn't even... You wouldn't even... 1992, to be exact, you'd yeah. be 30 years ago. Yeah. Fuck. What the fuck? Why would you do this? I'm like, just don't say things like that. <laughs> but yeah, 1992, so... The Toyota camera's gonna look the same. It's yeah. not gonna make much difference anymore. Exactly, yeah. Like a Toyota Corolla. It's like yeah. not as cool as like a 57 Chevy. Well, there's there's reasons for that. Laws of the like having things to be aerodynamic and gas efficient and all that stuff. Sure. Because Catalytic those other cars and there, there's reasons the for availability all that. of plastics and right. You know. Yeah. Um, but going back to the opera and the barber of Seville, I just remember the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's giving uh, the haircut and the shave to Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. And I remember how tactile it was, like his fingers on Elmer Fudd's like scalp, moving and on his face, face and massaging his, his face. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I remember is how like tactile well, when you, the cartoon if you, was. Well, if you go to like uh, Capelli's in Seattle, mm-hmm. where Terrell works, mm-hmm. um, you know they do the scalp massages and stuff. Like they do that. They give you like facials and face massages, and you know. You can get a hot towel at the barbershop in Napa. Yeah. But they don't you rub were... your face around like Elmer Fudd. No, no, <laughs> no. I think, but they they'll do the, the razor shave, the straight razor That's shave. Terrifying. Have you done it? No, I hated it. I would. I don't think I'll ever shave my face again, unless there was like some real reason for it. It's been twenty over twenty years. Yeah, I've never seen. I haven't seen my own face in twenty years without a beard on. Yeah. Last I Halloween, I shaved mine off. Yeah, but you've done it on and off. I just haven't. I mean, I would. This is the longest I've had a beard, though, for sure. About a year, minus that, you know. But it comes back in like a week. Like right, I shave you it don't off have and... a. Mine does not. Mine takes a lot longer. Does it? Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. No, yours. You you have hair. Because you're a year or two older than I am. I wonder if mine's going to slow down too. Like if I'll. No, I don't think that has anything to do with age. Oh. I, I think well, you've always your beard is always connected to the back you to your shoulders, right? Or my entire body. Yes, I'm wearing a hair suit. Yes, underneath my clothes for sure. Oh, um, that's true. So, do you want to taste these? I mean, I I don't want to taste the Diet Dr Pepper, but I will. You, I feel what like do you we have sh- against diet. It tastes disgusting. I don't know if I have all the glassware for this. Um, 
I certainly don't have glassware. We're, we're just going to have to... Here. Okay, so I'll, I'll do you. So I'm just going to close my eyes. Just close your eyes, and I'll pour these in here, and then, mm-hmm. and then we'll switch. And then you double okay. it out, rinse it out, and we'll... Eyes closed. Yeah. Are they? I they don't are. Want any cheating. Yes. No. I remember the Diet Dr. Pepper, the commercials had the little Prince guy that would sing. The Prince guy? He was like Prince. Little, he was like little doctor, little Pepper or something like that. I don't know. It was some, some dude and he would he would get all high voiced and sing, but And I mean I don't trust you. Put your hand in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking. Don't look. This that would be it would be no fun. But also I I'm pretty sure I could tell. You think yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't drink. I feel like it's it's there's no way I can't tell because I I hate aspartamine or aspartame or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Well, I don't drink this shit either way anyway, so I mean I don't fuck with the soda. So I think that I could probably tell pretty easily. I fucked this up I think already. Okay. I, I just forgot which one I put in which cup. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So you're gonna you're gonna report it? I'm gonna start over. Well, you don't need to. <clears throat> Sorry. That's fine. I'm gonna really pay attention this time. Like, I was looking at you, making sure you weren't looking. Well, I'm not. I told you I wasn't. I, I promised. I know, but I just I don't know. You think? You I think, think I've known you too long. <laughs> well, I mean, I want the I want the bit to work. Yeah. I don't think it would be any fun if I looked. So, okay. We're ready. So are we ready? We're ready. I can open my eyes? You can open your eyes. Okay. So I have two here in two front of here. me. One Diet Dr. Pepper and one regular Dr. Pepper. Okay, this one smells... It smells like Dr. Pepper, but it also smells soapy. I didn't use any soap. This one smells... They both do. I mean, I think that's just how they taste. That's not nearly as good as I remember it. That's definitely got sugar in it, though. That's my guess, is that that one has sugar in it. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> you want some lime sorbet? Nope. Nope. This one has the sugar in it. That one, now, they do taste very similar. Yeah. But. Mmm. I think you just poured the regular in both of them. I didn't. To trick me. I, <laughs> I think that's how I know you two. That's what I think you did. No, I didn't. Um, I swear I didn't. Okay, well, it's, they, they do taste very similar. I'm going to say that this one is the regular. You are correct. Yeah. 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 Huh. It's just. But is it that subtle, really? It's very subtle. Huh. Do you mind drinking after me or do you want me to rinse? Well, I'm going to know which one is which. So we're gonna, oh, you got to. Gotta... Oh, I see. You got to run the gamut. And I, and okay. I, you know. I can either play the game where is he doing the same one as me or did he... Got it. Okay, so just leave him right there. Okay. Are you going to let it over here? Mm-hmm. Okay, don't mix it up like I did because it's... Okay. Oh, you got to put it in those. That's... Yes. I don't mind drinking after you. Don't look. Okay, I'm not looking. I'm over here. Staring off into space. I should turn my phone off. <laughs> that last conversation we just had. <laughs> All right. Somebody should learn a lesson here. All right. And you know which one is which? I do. All right. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, imagine like you're you're tasting a Syrah or a Cabernet. What do you get? I was just disappointed that I thought I remember Dr Pepper being really delicious. Ugh, that is diet. 
<laughs> yeah, is that yeah. your final answer? Yeah. yeah, you're correct. Yeah, you can taste it immediately. It's it's yeah. Mm. It's Maybe. like it's like aspirin. Yeah. It's like a weird, disgusting, horrible flavor taste thing. Yeah. Happening. It's not. You can't hide it. It's not. I don't understand why they don't just like you said what you were tasting. Just put a little less sugar in it. Well, you know, yes, and then it yes. won't be as sweet. You know, like it doesn't have to be. It also won't be as. Um, marketable addictive and marketable and that's that's the problem with Um, all with any of this shit yeah well if they just people wouldn't stop buying it you think if they weren't addicted to it it's like right but they don't i would buy a dr pepper because it's delicious you know sometimes i buy a cherry coke you know at the movie theaters like oh yeah cherry coke let's get that but it's not like i just want to i want you to buy as much as possible i want you to start buying that in cases every week well you're gonna have to change your name to lacroix yeah and put zero sugar in it yeah, because those things are delicious. And I've been like, like the one you brought me, the 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 guava. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate that. But I've just been getting whatever's on sale. And so like the polar lemon, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. For sure. And sometimes I'll put an actual squeeze of lemon in there. These have been on sale for like where at uh, Target and you Safeway. Go to Target. Both. Yeah, I think three, so. Three for ten. I had an epiphany the other day. Did it hurt? <laughs> no, no, it was a good one. Um, I think I'm gonna get rid of like all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember when I was just gonna wear the jumpsuit? I got that. I didn't really like that. Yeah, and you grew your hair out like a serial killer. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean that was, that was just look. that was a phase. It was a <laughs> okay. thing. I, so, throwing life, away all your clothes. Yeah, life is, is an a... adventure. Life is an experiment. It sure is, buddy. Right? You can't just if you want you so. But I think I'm just going to throw out all my clothes. I'm just going to get, like, black V-necks. And I'm just going to wear black V-necks all the time. Black V-necks. Because mm-hmm. that's nice in the summertime. Right, but also you, nobody sees you. The sweat doesn't show when it's hot. Yeah, but it has an odor. Well, sure. You have and, fresh And one. there's a certain feel to it. Like, if somebody wants to hug you, God forbid. No, that's... We're not... There's no... Nobody's hugging me. I mean, I don't mean that in a sad way. <laughs> I just mean it's fine. It's not a huggy world anymore. It's not really a huggy world. I'm not. I'm not getting hugs from acquaintances and strangers. That's fair. Um, I'll hug you when we get done. Okay, here. I'll give you a little hug. Well, see, I, and I don't know that I want to hug the type of person that would hug people because <laughs> that, that's you, true. You've been. I don't know who you've been hugging. Yeah, I don't. You I know, mean, I'm not a hugger. I, I know you. I know you're not a hugger. I'm not a big hugger. But I, my point is, is I just want to. I'm tired of fucking deciding what to wear. And I think I'm just going to get black V-necks. You know who else was tired of deciding what to wear? Huh? Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> you ever see that guy's closet? <laughs> He's getting ready in the morning. He's yes. All gray suits. I just red think bow ties. It, I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. Like, what's the fucking point? Well, fashion. I mean, what? You, self-expression. Like, I wore this T-shirt because I thought you would know. You'd kind of get it. So it was for me, not for you. But I mean, no, it's a way for me to express to you. And so also, you, wore, see, you dressed for me today. Just this shirt. Just this shirt. I mean, I had not the cargo I just, shorts. I did all my laundry last night, so I had mm-hmm. all my shirts rolled up in a row. You know, I could see. I was like, okay, Nirvana. I kind of wanted something blue because mm-hmm. I didn't want black or red. Those are really the only options I have: blue, black, or red for t-shirts. Right. I used to have a green t-shirt, but who knows? Anyway, maybe I'll get a pack of white V-necks too. Okay, that's the ticket. That's all I'm saying. But, like, even that, I'm already like, oh, all my white ones are dirty or blah, blah, blah. And they're going to get stained. You right. talk about white sweat. Ones, white ones are kind of a bitch. Right. I'm going to have to buy more of those. The black ones, 
I won't have to buy as many. That's true. I can buy like you five or six of them, and I'll just. Well, yeah, I've never. I don't like regular T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I like. I have the collar free. The area. Mm-hmm. Crew the neck. neck the crew. Is. I don't like the crew neck. No. I like the V-neck. Not a long. Not not a deep one. Sure. Nothing too like revealing, but like just enough. <laughs> I do have a few a shirts. Where, well, I've had a few. I have a few shirts where the button is like just a little bit lower, mm-hmm. and I've worn them to work, and everyone's like, "John, button's kind of low, showing a little chester." I'm like, "Look, if I button this top one, it looks weird, doesn't it?" And then I would button the top one. They're like, "Yeah, that's not right." Yeah. I'm like, "I know. That's just where the buttons are situated." I think this is like a Seinfeld conversation, but um, <laughs> it's real. It's a real thing. It is. But real the thing. V-necks just removes everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I'll still. But they're have also a, a little casual, don't you think? That's fine. I'll keep a button up in the. Sh- I, I got a white button up or a beige one or whatever. And Where a does that tie. end? That's Where, it. Um, just, just the one button up. Yeah. Short sleeve, long sleeve. It's just so long sleeve. It'll go to a barbecue. Go, but a nice black barbecue. V-neck. But a nice barbecue. Black, uh, then I'll get a blazer with your boss. Yeah. V-neck. No, I'm, my boss doesn't care. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be wearing fucking crew necks. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. It's a barbecue. But, but that's the the, the thing is there there. Are, different gradations of experience that you're going to be involved in if you're going to go to the opera not but yeah i'll have a button up for the opera i'm gonna get us tickets to go to the opera we're gonna go pirates of penzance if i don't know if they're in town i don't know what's on tour right now but you know okay i'll check it out we'll drive down to the city all right i'll go to the opera we probably don't have to go there there's probably something happening in marin at the burbank something or other whatever the Burbank something or other? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> I love that whatever place. the thing is. It's it's off the side of the highway. Is there one down I'm there? I'm sure you've driven past it. But yeah, you want to take me to go see the Pirates of Penzance or whatever? Yeah. Do they, um... A major modern... You're eating, modern min- you're eating meat, right? I'm not sure that that's in that. That is. Is it? That is 100%. I don't even know it, but I know that much. All right. But I'm eating meat. It depends on the meat. I mean... Well, because we, we could go back by uh, the House of Prime Red. <sighs> that's not, all, that's not... too much meat. All right. You're so crazy. <laughs> it's too maybe maybe we can. Yes, I, I'll let you take me to the House of Prime Rib in the opera if you want. <laughs> yes, but I mean, yeah, sure. But I'm just saying is I'm just tired of like I'll go to the thrift store and like want to find a cool old shirt mm-hmm. and whatever and that's fun. But like, especially especially if I'm at work and work doesn't care and it's a casual place to work. Mm-hmm. A black V-neck always says... It fits says, in most places. It's, it's mostly, it fits in... That's what I'm saying. It fits in most places. So I could delete most of my But does attire. it go with... Uh, so then what's, what's going on, on the bottom? Jeans. Jeans. Just fucking jeans. All the time? No that's it. No matter how it. hot it is? Shorts are fine, too. Yeah, I'll just wear... So now you got shorts. Shorts and a black V-neck? Yeah, you're right. I do need to get one type of short and then throw out the rest. I mean, figure it out. I just do cargo shorts. I've got... Three different colors, but that's it. I've got two green ones. I got two blue ones. Have you ever thought about getting a bag, carrying a bag with you instead of like the pockets? Well, who the fuck wants to carry a bag around all the like time? A carry something to sit down and forget. You leave it on the bus. You leave it in your car. It's like, oh, sorry, you it's don't my bag. Go on the bus. You know what I mean, though. You do get on. You, when's the last time planes? you've been on a bus? Not a bus necessarily, but I, I mean, I took a tram, you know, across the airport and stuff. You set yeah. things down all the time. You, you go in. You Nobody know, forgets their bag on a tram from the airport. <laughs> they probably do. I bet that is exactly a, why you are there. Is for a, that bag. There is a lost and found full of bags. Sure. Can you go there and like collect? <laughs> I don't know. Should, should that be a field trip? I don't know. Hi, we forgot our bags. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a field trip. On I'll go train. to the opera with you. Let's. What's what? What's playing? I don't know. We're gonna have to Google it. Um, Are we doing that right now. SF Opera. Mm, calendar. 
He was a Roman general. She was an Egyptian queen. That's not... Name that, name that opera. He was a Roman gem- general. She was an Egyptian queen. That's an opera? Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like... Um, what was that thing with... Uh... Liz Taylor. Come on. Liz yes, Taylor. you're on it. You're on it. What is but, it? But I don't remember the. It Come being on. An opera. Yeah, but what was the thing? That was um, Queen of the Nile. It was. Uh, yes, you are. You fucking. I know. I know what it is. Damn it, what was it called? It was. Um, I don't know. I give up. You give up, yes. Elizabeth Taylor, Tell Queen me of the Nile, Anthony and Cleopatra. Oh, okay, Mark <laughs> Anthony and Cleopatra. Yeah. You that know was an that. opera. Apparently, they didn't sing in that movie. No, well, they didn't sing in a... I mean, they make operas out of anything. Um, <laughs> they, make, they make operas. They put do. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> they make operas Opera in the Park. Um, the Traviata Encounter. La Traviata? What does that La mean? La Traviata. Fame, Power, Fortune. Violetta Valeri has it all as Paris' most admired courtesan, but never has she allowed herself to experience true love. I don't remember the story. I think that was one of the ones from before my thing, but that was that we had the records. What about Orpheus and Eurydice's? Eurydice? What death has stolen the musician Orpheus is determined to bring back with love as his guide. Orpheus journeys into the underworld to is save his wife. Persephone or Yeah. San Francisco. Um But then he looks back and just at the last moment and she's Stuck there forever. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll go to the opera with you. I'd like to see something fun. Something good. An old classic. You want to go... What do you want to see? I don't know. So we're talking a lot about beverages here. We are. And I, as far as part of our... Um, our um, Beverage education. Yeah, a reading um, segment. I had an article. Yeah, you posted something about... Milk drinkers. What is your problem? Milk's great. So, what is your what is your um, what is your drink order like when you're out somewhere? Oh, this. Just generally speaking, do you have a chestnut. drink? Or, do you have a drink order? It depends on my mood and my temperature and what I'm planning on eating. But yeah, I've got a fairly standard. So, what is your well. standard drink order? Well, like if I'm if I'm somewhere that has nice whiskey and good wine mm-hmm. and all of the things, if I'm going to be eating a, a large, rich meal, it's kind of an early. Mm-hmm. Starts like if it's like four thirty or five, probably. Uh, I'm gonna need a soda water, a glass of milk, an espresso is nice to start with, right? A little double espresso, a uh, glass of whiskey to go with that, preferably like Blanton's or something good. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's early enough, if it's my first outing, if I've been sleeping all day or something, I'd like a mimosa with that. Okay. Um, or maybe just a glass of champagne. Okay. To start. But the milk is in there. Why is the milk in there? To settle my stomach. Just Before cooks. you put the whiskey on it? Before I put the, uh, the, the espresso on it. Okay. Okay, got it. The acid in the espresso and the champagne kind of bothers my stomach sometimes. So I know that... And the espresso is a good baffle for the whiskey mm-hmm. as well. Is it good baffle? Yeah. As in... Is that like foil? Is that like... Yeah. Like okay, uh, a baffle? Like, a foil? But yeah, it kind of softens the... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not like a chaser, but it just kind of... it goes. They go well together. Hmm. In a sense. Definition to baffle to defeat or check someone by confusing or puzzling to confuse or frustrate completely disconcert. Um, okay, so so the milk's there to to baffle the espresso. Well, so no, no, the espresso's there to baffle the the whiskey, the whiskey, but the milk is there to sort of alleviate the acidity in the espresso. Got it. So there's a war going on inside your stomach, but the milk is sort of 
yeah. allowing it all to happen. Well, and, well, the, the the soda water is the first thing that kind of that kind of stirs everything up together, and that's the releases, appetizer. Releases gas and Got well, that you drink that throughout. I mean, I don't drink any one of these things all at once. This is just an order that they all come at the same time. And right. You, you pick and choose which thing you're going to enjoy. And what does the waitress usually say when you uh, give her this drink order? Is there any reaction? They usually say, are you serious? <laughs> or they look at somebody I'm sitting with and say, is he serious? Or usually, now my friends now just like, they usually watch me and have like a weird grin on their face. And then they always look up at the server and say, and he's serious. It's okay. Bring them all at once. And then the waitress walks away, or waiter, and I say... What do you which which thing do you think they're gonna forget? And we have a little game. Got it. Because even though they're writing it down, something always gets lost. Do your friends drink milk? These people? Anybody else you I, know that I drinks milk? I know a milk? couple of milk drinkers. You got a not, couple of milk drinkers? But not. It's not like we don't have a club. It's not like we get together on Thursdays and drink milk or something <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> so, so I wanted to, as part of our reading series, I wanted to read you this article from Vice Magazine. As part of our series, our reading series, yeah, part okay. of our reading series. Okay. Um, so it's the it's entitled it's by Daisy Jones. Probably very entitled. She's she's uh, <laughs> uh, she's from London. Uh, Adults who still drink milk. Are you okay? And then the the byline is uh, unless you're a hungry baby, drinking milk on its own is unsettling behavior. <laughs> Fuck you. I was in Glastonbury last month waiting for Diana Ross when I spotted a grown man queuing up for somewhere somewhere called the milk stand he propped his elbow against the bar rubbed his goatee and went just a carton of milk for me please mate it was 28 degrees outside that's actually very hot that's like yeah that's 90 degrees so these are british fuckers yes i don't think i could drink milk in england (laughs) why not well the europeans that i don't think they're really big on uh what's it called uh what did joseph lister do uh not sterilizing but uh, Um, pasteurizing pasteurizing they love unpasteurized shit they're not afraid of what is it called listeria or wisteria wisteria is a plant but listeria Lister- might be is that a, yeah. the thing you get from unprocessed or on um yeah it's like like raw cheeses and things <laughs> but so it's like 90 degrees out and right. the guy's ordering a carton of milk <laughs> it sounds That's, very good if yeah cold, it does it cold, sounds good i could go for a, a million degrees in this kitchen with you right now you, you'd like a cold glass of milk yeah i don't great. have any i don't i don't you, you know what i off your refrigerator no um Anymore, you know what I do for smoothies is I just put a scoop of oats in with water. That's okay. it. No milk. Cool. I highly suggest. Saves a ton of money. Cool. Yeah, that's a great you know, <laughs> life hack. I like it. <laughs> so, do you and, soak them together at any for any amount no, of time? No, because it's whipping it all together. It's blending everything. So right. when I'm putting like the spinach in there or sure you a banana, the, the oats kind of soften and extract some nah. of that because I know they turn a milky color. Right. They'll. The, you can make. You know. So that's you're what they make. To oat milk. Soak in it when you get. Poison oak or whatever. Right. You don't have... No, there's no but How do you get the oatmeal out of your bathtub? That's what I right. have to say. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, so it's hot out. And just as the opening chords of I'm Coming Out begun, I could see him out of the corner of my eye, guzzling milk, little streams of white liquid cascading down his chin. No, they were not. And I thought, sorry, are you okay? You think she's making this up? <laughs> hot day? Dribb- he wasn't He's dribbling so... milk. Mm. He's like dribbling everything. No. That's, that's... No? You no, think she- nobody drinks. It's like the Oil of Olay commercials where they're just like splashing water haphazardly across the room. Like nobody's washing their face. You that just way. said you could go for a nice glass of milk. Yeah, and you I would wouldn't... get it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. Like I wouldn't just spray it across my face like a porn star. I'm not the only person who finds the sight of grown ass adults drinking whole milk unsettling. 
type adult and milk into Twitter and you'll see tweets like, I do not trust adults who drink milk and adults who drink milk straight from the glass disturb me. I have never suggested that I should be trusted. <laughs> because it is disturbing. It's like seeing an adult man wearing a t-shirt and no pants like Winnie the Pooh. Or when people <laughs> kiss their dogs on the mouth for ages. Or when someone over the age of 16 uses, wor- uses the word mommy in a non-kink setting. This isn't just... That is weird. This isn't just a vegan era thing either. Adult milk drinking has long been used to evoke creepiness in films. She's not wrong there. The two creeps from uh, she's going to go on, it's but the same um, actor, isn't it? From um, well, Band, so not Band of Brothers. What the fuck was that thing called? I don't know. With, with Brad Pitt, where he's running around with his Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The two creepy the, no, brothers. No, not them. They drink cricket. Lim- yeah, crickets well, or no r- rickets or what they call it? Rickety cricket. Rickety, rickety cr- yeah. But um, yeah, the milk guys. No, but the. Uh, Damn it. You're inglorious the, bastards? Inglorious bastards. So we're going to get to... So here, um, in Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange, 1971, mm. there's the Korova Milk Bar, in which Alex and his droogs sup on drug-laced milk in preparation for a night of violence. There's the famous milk scene in Inglorious Bastards, 2009, in which Nazi Colonel Hans Landa gloves milk before murdering an entire family. In Westworld, the evil android bandits are seen knocking back bottles of milk even though they don't need sustenance. Milk is used to show that something is wrong. I'm not saying that That's everyone who drinks milk true. is a murderous oh, psychopath, okay. but it is unhinged behavior. It's not true. And stick a pin there in the Westworld one. Mm-hmm. So milk having all the sustenance that one might need, it's not right. just for babies. Like, And the fact that we've adapted the, the ability to drink cow's milk you know, to feed our young, mm-hmm. like... If I'm kind of hungry or like back when I was like super broke all the time and like I'd have a gallon of milk, I'm like, mm, do I really feel like cooking all this food? I don't really have time for work. I'll just chug a, you know, a, a pint of milk full up, right? And then it's, it's just calms your stomach. Whatever anxiety you might have is gone. You're not hungry anymore and you have nutrients. So going back to Westworld back in that day, yes. in those times, they didn't have McDonald's on every corner. They didn't have tomatoes available year-round like there wasn't produce all the time they didn't have food year-round and it's the wild west people were moving out there so you'd pack your your potable gra- or your uh, your non-perishable grains your mm-hmm. rices and things that corn to go across the country your canned goods but by the time you get fucking past wyoming you know you're looking you're looking for some fucking green beans you're looking for sustenance you're shooting some buffalo in the head and you're trying to you know find a way to survive so a quart of fresh milk would be like a hundred dollars but the robots are drinking it in the movie because they're programmed for the time they're just drinking because everyone in that time is programmed that this is a decadent substance that we should be drinking that the humans are drinking or that the humans weren't drinking it probably probably like nobody in this time from because it's the future right Mm -hmm. nobody's actually drinking milk but if you want to go back in time and experience the wild, right. wild west, what you're probably going to see is the wealthy, opulent, enjoying milk with their meals, with their steak and potatoes. Unless they're Jewish, because that's not kosher, right? right. I think, but still the other two, the um, Clockwork Orange and uh Well, again, that was, that was the future. So it was well, like a then, different but time. But the Nazi and and was in the past right, drinking a, milk. Again... In 1942, mm-hmm. like during the war, when there's rationing and they didn't have, like, not everyone had access to milk or beef or any of these things. And so, like, um, 
a gal- but it's always a bad guy, and it's always in an evil and right because who's who are the bad guys? The opulent, unhinged the, the, behavior, the, the the wealthy, the you know the well, the Drugs weren't wealthy. Well, they, they were they were like were compared they? to the people that they were. Yeah, they were beating up homeless wealthy, people. Yeah, they were like yeah. wealthy kids. They were like you know in this dystopian future, they are living with their parents. They're in their twenties. And they're just like, because nobody can afford to live anywhere, right? So they're just like, okay, I'm 22. I'm going to stay with my parents because I can't actually afford to live anywhere else. But the parents' house is pretty nice. And they're going to go out and you go to a milk bar. And yeah, drink some Percocet and milk or whatever the fuck. It was crazy. Yeah. So you're saying the milk milk is an identifier of wealth, not of unhinged behavior. Yes. That's your And the wealthy are usually the bad guys, right? Got it. Taking advantage of the little guy or abusing him. or And so again, this Nazi fuckhead... He's from the city, you know, Berlin mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck, and he's out here in the countryside, and it's right. a dairy farm. So what's right. he going to do? He's going to enjoy their... Fresh milk. Yeah, their fresh milk. He's like, I love fresh milk. Also, uh, V for Vendetta, right? They drink milk there? Just the president. Remember, he, the president, the mean, evil president guy is like on that talk show, and he's like, oh, yes, I enjoy... A- a nice cold glass of milk before I go to, you know. That was mm-hmm. actually a pretty solid impression of William Hurt. But it was or, pretty good. Was it William Hurt or? John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. I always get those Hurts confused. Um, to understand why this might be, let's take a closer look at what milk actually is. Okay. It's essentially an emulsion of fat, protein, sugar, and water, which is produced by the mammary glands of mammals. In humans, milk is formed with the alveoli. Alveoli, grape-like clusters of cells within the breast, which is then excreted out the nipple. Do milk we need then, this depth? Well, like... we're, I don't know. This is just the article. <laughs> I, I mean, milk then is is liquid created inside the body, specifically for babies before they can eat solid food. With with the above in mind, why are you as an adult drinking white liquid, which should be made, which was made inside a body? And worse, why are you drinking the white body liquid of cow specifically? You know what other liquids fit within that category? Come and discharge. <laughs> Not true. What's the difference there, between milk? The and... chemical composition of semen as opposed to milk. Yeah, it's completely different. Okay. To check that I'm not being outlandish, I canvass a few other opinions. Many echo my own. It's very creepy. I mean, okay, she's this is anecdotal evidence, right? But mm-hmm. it's very creepy, especially when they have a milk mustache, says Haley Neary, 26. I had a friend who used to get a bottle of milk every day at school and wrap her mouth around the whole rim, and I would have to watch her guzzle milk every day. You know what's really good with chocolate cake or brownies? Glass, Glass of, of milk. milk. Peanut butter sandwich? Glass of milk. <laughs> a big part of it's milk tongue, says Courtney Meyer. Like after you drink milk, it just stays there in your mouth. It makes my skin crawl. <laughs> These people are fucked up. There's something sort of sexual and primal about milk, adds Georgia Elizabeth, 31. The idea that adults drink something meant for babies and to help you grow just grosses me out. I associate <laughs> it with mothers and suckling and boobs and babies. To me, it's almost like drinking a glass of semen with your lunch. I think it's... There's, this is this article is showing more wrong with these people than anyone else. Yeah, they're associating milk with sexual acts and suckling on like babies suckling on mothers' teats, which is why it's illegal or bad for women to breastfeed in public. Where it's just you know like cover that up. Why oh why should I see that? Like it's your fault. You're turning me on. Like put that boob away. It's like we're sexualizing an experience that's just totally not sexual. Natural. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I was breastfed as a child and, you know, I don't 
associated as a sexual act with my mother, for fuck's sake. Like, it's just delicious. It's milk and it's... Other comments include adult milk drinkers disgust me, and even the word milk makes me want to want to be sick, and it's not natural. Who knew there were hundreds, possibly thousands out there like me, secretly disgusted by a world in which someone might go and buy a little milk carton and knock it back like orange juice. I managed to track down an out, out and proud adult milk drinker. What? Yeah. Well, there's one right here. Okay. But also, I'd like to yes. add also, mm-hmm. in, in middle school, not in middle school, but um, maybe up until middle school, but in elementary school, when you have your little lunch card, so yeah. you get your hot lunch, mm-hmm. they come up and they call your name, you get your little lunch card, and you line up, and some kids would have their bag lunch, some would, you know, whatever, but you all go through the line to get your milk. There's like a big thing, and you'd either choose chocolate milk or the regular milk. It's either a blue carton or a brown carton. Yeah. And only the dopey kids got the blue carton, right? Everyone drank chocolate milk. Of course, because that's cause like... cool and it was delicious, so... But we were all basically required to drink milk. And I don't know if that was like the milk... with stra- big milk? Or what they, yeah, big milk mm. was like... Had a contract with the school system. I'm sure, but... In America, they were like, you know, milk is good for you. All the children should have milk. So they mm-hmm. just... Yeah, milk was... wasn't even a quarter. It was just like... It was like mandatory. Like, here's your milk. Go sit down. I managed to track down an out and proud milk adult milk drinker. She continues. Will Dixon, 29, doesn't know what all the fuss is about. To him, milk is a perfect drink. Milk is 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 a rich and natural occurring source of electrolytes, sodium, potassium, calcium, and magnesium, which makes it optimal for hydration. He explains. It's also a great source of whole proteins, so works particularly well post workout. It's tasty, cheap, and available almost everywhere. What's not to like? Sometimes I wonder whether I might grow to appreciate adult milk drinkers. To drink milk straight out of the carton in the hot sun can only be described as chaotic, renegade behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with her. I don't I don't hate milk drinkers as much as she does. But yes, if I saw that out at a festival in the hot sun. There was a woman at my the, uh, bocce, she's on my bocce league. Yesterday, uh-huh. she was telling us about how um, I don't know why we were talking about drinking milk. Apparently, apparently <laughs> it's, a, it's a very hot, hot button topic right now. But she was explaining how uh, to get her to, to keep her children from drinking the milk out of the carton. Yeah, and like leaving. I think yeah, somebody drank like a bunch of wine and like left the last bit and put it back. And she's like, "Who the fuck does that?" Like it's like the and I said mm-hmm. the orange juice thing. She was like, "Yeah, and the milk and to keep my kids from doing that." She would put like a couple tablespoons of cottage cheese in the milk carton and it would like sort of settle at the bottom so if they try to pick up the carton and just drink it like that they would get a mouthful of cottage cheese and lumpiness and it would dissuade people from drinking the milk out of the carton in our house it's like not my kids I think figure dis- that one out I think it would dissuade anybody from drinking milk their kids from drinking milk ever again well we'll see I mean I don't know how old our kids are or where they are today that seems very that seems very bizarre it was pretty funny at the time but it's yeah. definitely bizarre to put cottage cheese in your um Sometimes I wonder whether I might grow to appreciate adult milk drinkers. To drink milk straight out of the carton in the hot sun, I said this already, chaotic renegade behavior. The milk drinker does not care what others think. Correct. The only, they only care about their needs. Correct. And that, sh- that is surely commendable. But then I think about the weird tangy smell of milk when it spills, and I want to be sick all over again. So, I mean, she's, she's probably gettable, I mean, at the end of this article. Well, you remember the, fer- the Fiero? I do remember the Fiero. You remember the smell of the Fiero? Yes. Because there was no... The the console between the two seats was just a flat 
sheet of plastic. It was just like a flat little thing with like a little rim around it. Mm-hmm. But there was no cup holder of any kind. It was like right on top of the gas can, I guess, or the gas mm-hmm. tank. It was right there. So you're nestled in there in your little seats. And the only thing, there, there's no place to put your coffee. And what's better than, you know, in the morning in your coffee, you're having a latte or some sort of like creamy fucking right. coffee beverage. And so you put it on the console. You're like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be careful. But then some asshole cuts you off or you're going a little too fast and the light turns red because some jerk has to turn left across you. You know, it's like, God damn it. So, yeah, stopping sucks. And then that just cup slides off Slides the console there's always spilled coffee Milk. beverage in the bottom of that fiero and yeah they, it turns sour yeah so there's no sense crying over spilled milk johnny <laughs> i don't i don't have a problem with you drinking milk as long as i don't have to drink it and i don't i don't I mean, make I'm anybody just, else drink it and i when i did the whole like plant milk thing i did the whole but it's like i don't even need that shit the only time i was ever using it was for i was doing some baking with it but i don't really do that anymore was well, you can for use the other things. Yeah. That are, I mean, there was um, like a coconut water, coconut milk for like your uh, mm-hmm. risotto. I love coconut milk. Well, because coconut milk is great, but you can only drink it when it's super cold. The minute it becomes room temperature, it's almost rancid. Like it just has mm-hmm. a really pungent, gamey, yeah. horrible flavor. But when you take it to the next level, like if you use it to build a risotto, mm-hmm. it, it goes past that gaminess and adds a really rich, delightful flavor like if you're a vegetarian or vegan and you want to make some really good risotto because usually you to make risotto and if you know this start with a hot pan and you stir it around the rice in there with mm-hmm. uh with your olive oil coat each grain so you stir it around and get everything nice and hot in there and then you start ladling in your stock and so the rice slowly absorbs the moisture so you're not and you, you have to like constantly stay on this so it doesn't burn at the bottom but i've watched hell's kitchen yeah they fuck up the risotto all the time i have not seen hell's kitchen i've just so tell well, me how it is but if you use like, you have your like your you know caramelized onions and your sauteed mushrooms and your other vegetable components in there also and you slow instead of stock use uh coconut water yeah oh man it's quite delicious and are you too good for reality tv cooking shows i'm too good for reality tv anything are you yeah non-scripted television is bullshit it's a lie because it's it's not scripted per se meaning we don't have to pay writers we don't have to stay with a guild. We don't have to, you know, pay anyone but to do their edited. jobs. But it's highly edited and very controlled to the point of being uh, written. Scripted. It may as well be scripted. It's like, no, no, you can't say that. Janice, maybe if you, you're going to break up with him, right, when he comes in here. But when you do, be sure and remind him about his mother and, you know, don't forget to talk about the celery. You know, but I'm and then, specifically and then they, talking they come about in, the- they're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And then, and the celery. And then it's like, oh, and comedy ensues. And they think... Everyone watching but I'm talking more specifically about the cooking shows. They're the same. It's not real. It's not real. Why the fuck would it be? It would never make it on television if it was real. Like Gordon Ramsay's suddenly just going to be nice to a little girl <laughs> who spills her cake on the floor or some shit. It's like, well, little girl. Yeah, he's nice to the kids. He's not nice to the adults. No. That's the fun part. Or when the adults, like, what was the game show we won where they had, like, the different... It was a different set. It wasn't, like, a kitchen. Chopped. Was that what it was? It was, was Ramsey, but it was like, there were like three rows of these little kitchen people, and there's like, there's a balcony where they're all looking master down Master Chef. And they're like... Yes, Master and Chef. And some woman was like, start crying. Yes. And he would come out and be like, it's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna show you how to rebuild your sauce. Come on. <laughs> no? No. Absolutely not. Because fuck her. And, and he has been meaner to other people in the same situations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
whatever. I so, like him as a as a chef. Yeah, I could work with him. Like if I if I was in the same restaurant, we would probably get along famously. We have this similar ideals of precision, excellence, and the attainable goal of perfection. So service. if Gordon Ramsay offered you a job, would you take it to work back in the kitchen? Mm. <laughs> that money's got to be real fucking good. There's not enough. I don't know that there's enough money to get me to cook again. No. No. Not it's even hard for Gordon Ramsay. It's yeah. harder than it is in here right now. Yes. And you're burning yourself, you're cutting yourself constantly, and that's not just from like lack of paying attention. That's just because you got everything's seven sharp guys. And hot. Yeah, yeah, everything's sharp and hot and like everyone's moving really fast and you just, you know, you reach into an oven and then you, your arm just touches the inside of a fucking, you know, the oven rack. Now you have a scar on your arm. Um so and you have to scream in like three different languages. Yeah. What about the survival shows? Do you watch any of those? Again, not real. So there's one that's out now. Are you talking about the malaria episode? No. Because I saw a blurb about this. It was one of these like naked and afraid not or that whatever. One, but yeah. But there was like they were talking about the mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. There were too many mosquitoes. And so they're like, okay, so the production staff are getting together like this really isn't safe for these people. <laughs> so we're because of all these mosquitoes and malaria and shit. Right. So we're gonna give them mosquito netting. And so they went around to all these people and they provided the mosquitoes. Because they can't like, have these people die. Sure. But but if this were real, they would. So so there's this... So buttons on your side. I just watched this one called Alone. And there's one season on um, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it's... Yeah, maybe they, three of them get malaria. So right. these... Well, they put them in cold climates. So it's not like malaria is not the problem here. Frostbite. But these are these are these are survival experts. They're all like people who know what They've the been fuck studying is up. And practicing. They have been living this life. Cool. So it's fascinating to watch them build shelters. What happens is so they just they shove them off into the fucking wilderness. This nah. one was up in this was up in in, a, in Alaska and there were fucking bears around. If like, they were with a certified National Geographic photographer running mm -hmm. the camera those guys who just sit there and watch children starve in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, watch they watch a, a man with a machine gun against a little kid's head, and they're just like, well, I can't get involved. I'm just a photographer. You show me those credentials. So they don't, they're we'll left, talk. they're just left with the camera equipment. They're filming themselves the entire time. Like Blair Witch Project? Yes. <laughs> like so it's, like, no, it is. That, it's, that's ex it's right behind. Yes. It's exactly <laughs> like, they have the one camera that they pick up, and then they have a couple of like GoPros that they wear. <sighs> And so really hard to watch. Well, I, I kept thinking, like, what about all the footage that didn't make it? Like, the hour, the days of footage. Because what happens is... Them, like, masturbating? Maybe. There's Wiping that, their ass with poison oak? Maybe. But, like, a lot of them just become fucking kind of crazy. And they're just talking to the camera. And one guy, like, names the camera. And well, a lot of that. it is... So I, I think it's this one was fairly real. I mean, you can they can call and be like, "I'm done, get me out of here." But it's mm -hmm. for like half a million dollars, right? Right. But it basically just become watching people starve to death mm -hmm. because winter's who, coming. Who can go the longest, like hands yeah. on a hard body, basically. <laughs> like trying to but get like, that truck. But like, it's amazing because they're they they go out hunting or they're fishing that keeps fucking up and they can't get any food mm -hmm. and they're eating like wild onion soup. And they're like, one guy was like trying to peel bark off and making bark soup. And he's like, oh, this is terrible. My stomach hurts. I can't do this. And like, they just starve. Even the guy who killed the deer, it wasn't enough food. Like, he killed insane. a deer and it wasn't enough food? No, because they're going into the winter. They went like 75, 80 days. What was that show that was like, 
again, it was the same thing, but it was before all of this nonsense. And we're talking real reality show. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It was like one weird channel where an old guy just by himself films, he sets up a camera. So You know the one I'm talking about? Les Stroud, Survivor Man? Where he just goes out and builds a log cabin and yes. explains what he's doing. And he's like, and now I'm going to do this because winter's coming and we got to blah, blah, blah. And he kind of narrates what he's doing. He's just like cuts down these logs he digs this big fucking hole he like uh sets up a like the this might not be the foundation same. for this house mm-hmm. he builds this like huge log cabin no and lives out there the and he's like oh i gotta go across here and like it's amazing it's all i i don't know that it's black and white but it was it used to just no. be like like cnn like you just watch this guy and it was he would just it would just be like hours and hours and hours of him just living in the fucking showing woods. you how to do these things yeah but right? it's like exp- and explains like well this this piece of log is gonna make a nice bowl and he kind of shows you he like yeah. lathes it down and he like or first he had to make the lathe <laughs> so he's like he like kills this animal and like stretches the leather out and makes like a belt right and then he takes the belt and he like carves this piece of wood and he's like well it's not gonna be perfectly round because i don't you know have this you know my saws mm-hmm. all here and he just kind of like Bills is, and it's from a long time no, ago. No, this but, is a different show. I was, but it's one. that. I'm going yeah. to try to find that and send it to you because it's cool. Like, the one I do like, Les Shroud, it's more of like he's like, his crew will drop him off somewhere with two cameras. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, I'm going to recreate a shipwreck. So they, they throw an old boat on the side of the thing. He's got all his diving gear. And he's like, this is what you would have if you're your boat washed up so you watch him repurpose the tubes on his breathing apparatus and things like that and he's just really interesting it's not like i don't think it's fake and phony but he you know because he'll be like i get it no again he has enough ingredients to get the job done they're not gonna leave him without pipe cleaner no they're gonna make sure he has everything that he needs to but the alone one was kind and they give him a certain amount like they're like you can take 10 items whether that be a tarp and this and a knife or whatever and but whatever, one guy didn't bring a knife and he found a nail on the ground and so he banged it out and like forged a fucking knife out of it. But I mean, I don't know. Say what you will, it was entertaining. Yeah. Well, but it was I, also I just like watching people starve to death. And I was like, Jesus, this this one woman's like, I can't feel my toes, but I don't want to tap out. And I'm like, you're going to lose your fucking feet? For how many millions? Half a million. Half a million? 500,000. Yeah. Why yeah. would you call it half $500,000? It's not. I don't know. Because it's half a million. Not even enough for a house in this day and age. There's that. Um, There's that. But yeah, I suggest watching alone. It was pretty entertaining. I don't know. I'm going to find this one for you over this old guy who's just by himself. I think a wolf kind of starts coming around his cabin and he like names him, starts feeding him. They become friends. Starts beating him? Feeding. Oh, feeding. feeding. Okay. Yeah, he starts beating him regularly. This is very interesting to watch. He's beating a wolf? Yeah. Oh, he's beating him again. Oh, here we go. But he always starts with the date, too. He's like, oh, November 14th, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Snow's, the lake's getting pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So we gotta, you know, make sure that we got all these berries. And he, like, makes preserves and... Huh. What the fuck? Yes, find it, please. I feel like you you, you know this thing. I know that you do. I don't, it doesn't ring a bell And at his all. thing is, his house is still out there. And you can, like, go and see it. It's got, like, all these signs up, like, don't fuck with anything. No. He doesn't live, I think he's dead, but... Because it's, it's, it's old. It's like, it's pre-internet. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's some CNN shit from like the 80s. Well, that's some reality TV. Because right. if shit had gone left, he would be dead. But he knew, he actually knew. It probably wasn't his I don't first think I need cabin. to watch people die on I film. I think we should change the expression from first rodeo to first log cabin. 
Because this is not my first log cabin. I don't think that was his first log cabin. No. But even like two rodeos is like not a lot of rodeos. It's not. And being to... Well, this is not my first rodeo as in... There's lots of different things in the rodeo to do. Right. And are you saying like because... Are you, you went to the, one or in the in rodeo? It. Yes, it's very different. Yeah. So, I mean, I get the expression, like, but yes, it's What are those flawed. clowns? What are those clowns doing? Oh, it's his first rodeo. It's his first rodeo. He doesn't, he doesn't know what the clowns are doing out there. I've been to a rodeo. Me too. What'd so you think? if I ever went... Again? It would not be my first rodeo. <laughs> Literally, it would. Right. So um, not a lot of surprises there. But you couldn't participate in a rodeo. No, absolutely even not. Even though it wasn't your first, it would be your first. And I would have tapped out on the first night. I wouldn't have been able to build a shelter. I would have been like... Sure you could. For $2 million, you don't think you could build a little fort out of trees? I would have just wrapped myself in a tarp. We'd give you a hatchet. No, and I, I don't know. you cut up your own clothes and make As I'm starving to death, I don't know. One night? You're just starving to death one night. No, but I mean, <laughs> it was just amazing to watch these people like get emaciated. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And fucking go insane. Yeah, do you see Schindler's List? I mean, the, the people, that was pretty awful too. Yeah, very awful. People getting emaciated. It's not great. Um... But at least we have milk. Yes. Do you have milk in your house right now? Yeah, absolutely. It's a Well, that's the thing. See, Devin was a... She's a one percenter. Mm. And uh, I'm a whole milk kind of guy. And so we had like... We were were doing the two half gallons. Constantly trying to keep two half gallons. But she would use up all of hers and I wouldn't drink all of mine. So then she's like, I gotta use his. Or I would drink all of mine and... There'd still be some of hers in there, so I'm like suffering through her milk. And I'm like, why don't we just go with 2%? We'll just come and meet in the middle. Then we Does get a work? gallon. It's been working so far. I don't, I don't know what my mother's going to say when she finds out I've been drinking 2% milk this whole time. But what? Why not just get two gallons, one of one and one of whole? How big is your fucking fridge? You're going to fit two goddamn gallons of milk in there? Or two half gallons. But also, I can't drink. I'm, like, I'm not trying to drink an entire gallon of milk by <clears> myself before it goes bad. I understand that, but the way I I would look at it like um, consumption waste ratio, my friend. Yes, come on. Well, I do that with with certain things too, where it's like I have them because I want it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's like kale and spinach because sometimes I have to throw it away. But also, I don't want to be out and have to fucking go to the store, even down the block. You live doesn't yeah, matter. It's a walk. I don't want to go. <laughs> I want it here. Bill Maher was when just I talking want about it. How, like opulent Americans. Mm-hmm. Like if everyone on the planet Earth consumed as much as Americans do, we would need five Earths to yeah. sustain us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so just keep throwing away that kale, my friend. <sighs> Trash it and... It's not my fucking... Don't put this on me. Don't put the planet on me. <laughs> don't put the planet no, on you're me. the one with the whole milk addiction. <clears throat> don't addiction. put the planet on me. I could go so long without milk. I don't believe you. How long? I actually haven't had any milk... Uh, I don't believe you either. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I mean, because I, I don't... When was that? I think three, four days ago, I had half a bowl of cereal. The cereal was terrible, so I just stopped What was the cereal? It. Uh, Uh-oh. It was a Special K um, pumpkin spice, the uh, the seasonal pumpkin spice edition. Is that coming out already, or was that from it's, last year? No, it's out. It's okay. out. Okay. Yeah. I haven't tried... We also got the... Uh, it's, you know... You have, it's a, it's a female thing. I don't mm-hmm. know what's wrong with them, but baking spices, nothing tastes like pumpkin. So when they say like pumpkin spice lattes, there's no pumpkin in there. It's just cinnamon and fucking nutmeg, right? right. Brown sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg. Which what? is delicious. Sure. But why why do we have to call it pumpkin? And why is it only available during autumn? Why don't you call it... Uh, um, Marketing. 
Arabic, you know, seasoning or, you know, Middle Baking. Eastern. Yeah, because that's, you know, Ethiopian seasoning. Because nobody would get an Ethiopian latte. Maybe, Maybe they, they should. With the, the coffee from Ethiopia, the cinnamon, <clears throat> the, the cloves, the... It's not a bad idea. Nutmeg, all those spices from Ethiopia? Fuck yeah. But anyway, no. Pumpkin. We'll just call it pumpkin for so the, fucking no reason at all. Because I'm the milk drinking crazy fucker. Well, because it's October, Halloween, pumpkins. I know, it's yeah. Like, it's actually, what month right now? July? I don't know, August? August? Yeah. So, cool. But anyway, I haven't tried the Cheerios yet because they have, again, their own pumpkin spice Cheerio. Seasonal pumpkin spice Cheerios. You should get some regular Cheerios. But they were just so awful. There was like these, these, these weird large lumps mm-hmm. of fucking, I don't even know what. In the special pumpkin K. spice? I don't know what it wasn't. I, I thought it was just going to be like chunks of brown sugar or something. They were white. And I bited them and they were like, I don't know what they were. I couldn't figure it out. If they were like those weird little bready twists that are in Gordetto mixed, mm. you know, like or Gardelli's mm-hmm. you know, the, with the rye chips. And then there's pretzel chips. There's like all these little pieces of pretzel in there. And there's like the weird bread thing that's in there for whatever reason. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like a little clump, a little Melba toast or whatever. Yeah. It's just yeah. some nondescript bread substance. Anyway, that was in the cereal, which made it. Then you had the milk. Yeah, so that that's the last time I had milk. Okay. Three or four days ago. So you're not drinking that much milk anyway. Not right at the moment. No, I'm probably. probably Are you going to go home, home and have a glass of I'm milk? I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, I might. <laughs> it's been a while. Mm. Well, I won't keep you too much longer. Thank you. And we'll do this again soon. Did you throw away those? Dr. No, it, no, it's there. You can take them with. I don't. I'm not going. Maybe, to. Do you ever do milk and Pepsi or milk and Coke, milk and soda? No. What is that drink? The I don't know. The was it a Winchester or something? It was Smith and Wesson? Smith, Smith and, and Wesson. Kearns. Was that whiskey, Coke, and Kahlua. cream? Kahlua. Is it Kahlua, Coke, and cream? Kahlua, Coke, and cream. Smith and or Wesson. Kahlua, Coke, and uh, soda water was the other one. Smith and Kearns, Smith and Wesson. One of the two. I don't remember which. Mm. <clears throat> No, thank you. No. No milk for me. I mean, ball boils down to like the what, the root beer float. A little mug root beer with... Ice cream. But yeah. ice cream's different. Is it? It's fucking very much different than a glass of milk. I mean, it's mostly eggs. If you said, hey, still... if you give a little kid a glass of milk and told him it was ice cream, he would tell you to fuck off. Well, right. Like, I almost picked up some uh, strawberry quick today. <laughs> I, I, I love my milk. <laughs> I loved... Strawberry milk? Well, my grandma's farms, you know, I mean, this is why you know, my mom drinks milk, I drink milk. We're, uh-huh. we're old farm people, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. there's milk abound, and it's... That's what it says. It's yeah. very good for you. It's high in protein and all that shit. So, when I go to my grandma's, you know, as a kid, and the milk was, like, fresh, fresh. Like, she had giant cauldrons of it on her stovetop. She's boiling it. She's pasteurizing it. And it would bubble up, and the cream would rise up, and she'd scrape off that cream and make butter out of it. And she'd scrape off all this cream, and then, you know, and then she'd chill it. So her refrigerator is full of gallons and jugs, and like, you know, those plastic jugs you have, like Kool Aid and mm-hmm. like those whatever. Full of cream. They were just full of milk. Like, milk. after she'd, like, yeah, she'd scrape off the cream, that was going somewhere else. But like, actual milk, she'd be chilling that down. And, you know, so then we arrive in our little suitcases and stuff, and we get set up in our little rooms. I stay at grandma's house she's like okay and we come into the kitchen she's like got waffles cooking and she's you know she's, there's always like bacon and waffles happening and all this kind of shit and she's like I have a glass of milk and you're like okay grandma and she'd pour this thing and there'd be like chunky lumps of fucking cream and it was too much like even I mean I'm a whole milk drinker and we had it in my house and it was like 
And my friends would be like, dude, that's like thick. Like you're drinking like melted butter. I'm like, no, dude, this is, this is the good stuff right here. You go to my grandma's house and it was like the real deal heavy cream like trying to drink heavy cream like it was intense I couldn't do it I'm like grandma I can't drink this and so she would get strawberry quick and put it in there and then it was basically like <clears throat> drinking melted ice cream just cold cold so you just refused to grow milk. up that you just want strawberry quick and whole milk at all that's it, Cheerios refuse to grow up what does that mean grow up I feel like that's yeah. something that people who refuse to grow up say like what are you, who are you and the rest of society to tell me how to act and behave and to enjoy. I have to like suffer through my life and like don't 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 do anything that you actually enjoyed as a child. Like your child was what? Magical and fun and delicious and wonderful and you had fun everywhere you went and mm-hmm. you know you appreciated everything so much more and you loved so much more deeply and everything was so much more fun and you had an imagination. Well, let's fucking squash all that. Fuck you. Get in your little cubicle, put on your brown shoes cuz they go with your blue slacks. In your black fucking V-neck, and just try not to enjoy anything. Is that is that the world you want to live in, my friend? Because I won't go. No, the I'm black not going. V-neck is just because I'm tired of. I know. I just guys. I, just I know. You I just wanted to bring it back to me. Yeah. No, but please. no. I'm gonna drink strawberry quick, and yeah. I'm gonna show up on time for work. Because I don't fucking know about the rest of the world, but nobody seems to be able to fucking do that. So. Who cares about being on time to work? Well, it's important. It's it's about no, it's showing really respect not. for the people that you work with. Yeah, it is. It's not. Everyone else who showed up on time expected you to be there to help them with the workload. So by you being late, everyone has to work harder. It's disrespectful to everyone. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> Let's move on to the next thing. About my childhood. My childish endeavors. My your childish friends. endeavors. No, please. Get your strawberry quick. Enjoy I'm going it. to. Bring I'm going to love back, my life. If it brings you back to your little suitcase and be in at grandma's house, then do it. I'll Don't let me life. get in the way of you living your best life. Don't get me wrong. Life. My grandmother was, you know, singularly, you know, awful person at times. Well, everybody was. Everybody is. Everybody is. No, Walter, she was I don't want to get in the way of your, of your dreams of living your best no, you strawberry And I won't life. let you, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. I just don't want any strawberry quick. Again, no one's going to make you. I thought you were going to say you show up to work with Strawberry Quick for everybody. Like a pitcher. No, I brought Capri Suns for them, though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's always nice. Um, you know, that's a fun splash from your childhood. Everyone's like, oh my god, I haven't had one of these in, you know, 15 years. Like, well, why would you? It's... If you show up on time, you get a Capri Sun. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, all the Capri Suns are gone. See, it's all about positive reinforcement, I yeah. think, is the best way Coffee's to do it. Coffee's for closers, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> it's John. All right. Until yeah. next time. Until next time, It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh.